Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. High drama at the Oscars. <laughs> oh, wow! White House backpedals. Mr. President, were you calling for regime change? No. High-flying peacocks grounded. Everything the roller story does come to an end. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. An actor who portrayed Muhammad Ali used his right hand to settle a score at the Oscars. An unscripted moment that stole the show and reverberated all over social media. CBS's Steve Futterman was there to see it. Uh-oh, Richard! Comedian Chris Rock is known for pushing the envelope. Wow, dude! Yes! It was a G.I. Jane joke. Last night, he pushed actor Will Smith over the edge, referring in a joke to Smith's wife, actress Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? On live TV, with millions watching, in the middle of the Academy Awards, the two got into a dust-up. Smith walked on stage. Stage and struck Rock. Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Smith then shouted angry expletives. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? The Dolby Theater suddenly went silent. Harry Medved is with the movie website Fandango.com. We were kind of waiting for the punchline. We weren't expecting the punch. A bit later, Will Smith came back on stage in a more traditional way. And the Oscar goes to... Will Smith! He won the Oscar for Best Actor. He apologized and was emotional. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. L.A. police say at this moment, no charges will be filed. Jessica Chastain won Best Actress. As for the top prize... Oh, yeah. Oscar goes to... Coda. <laughs> Coda, the story of a high school girl and her deaf parents and deaf brother. Tony Kotzer, who plays the father, won Best Supporting Actor. He became just the second deaf actor to win an Oscar. Best Supporting Actress went to Ariana DuBose. She became the first openly LGBTQ actor to capture an Oscar. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Academy Awards in Hollywood. Also not part of the script, President Biden's ad lib at a weekend speech in Poland saying Russia's Vladimir Putin cannot remain in power. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang on the fallout. One day after making this remarkable comment about Vladimir Putin. For God's sake, this man cannot remain 
power. President Biden provided little clarity when asked what he meant as he left church on Sunday evening. Were you calling for regime change? Earlier, Secretary of State Antony Blinken insisted the president was not suggesting an immediate change to Russia's government. We do not have a strategy of regime change. The Kremlin had a different interpretation. A spokesman said it's not up to Mr. Biden or Americans to decide who will remain in power in Russia. Only Russians who vote for their president can decide that. Diplomats from Russia and Ukraine are meeting in Turkey today. Ukraine's president says the country is prepared to declare neutrality and offer security guarantees to Russia in a bid to end the fighting. The mayor of Mariupol says a catastrophe looms if thousands of civilians can't get out of that city. CBS News has learned the House committee investigating the Capitol attack is considering trying to question Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's wife. And some Democrats want Justice Thomas to recuse himself from cases related to the 2020 election. His wife texted President Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, about overturning the election results several times. Illinois Republican Adam Kinzinger on Face the Nation says he's not confident Meadows has handed over all of his texts. When it comes to any potential future calling in of Ms. Thomas, we'll take a look at what the evidence is. The committee meets today to vote on contempt of Congress charges for former White House officials Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. A wildfire in South Texas has burned more than a thousand acres. Some people have been forced out of their homes, and Governor Greg Abbott says others might have to leave the area with little notice. When you see the size and magnitude of this, uh, as well as its potential, if it's not going to be contained, it's dangerous. In Colorado, a fire south of Boulder forced 20,000 people out of their homes, but firefighters kept the flames away from homes, and now most evacuation orders have been lifted. In Boston, one person was killed when a section of an old municipal parking garage collapsed. Fire Commissioner Jack Dempsey says the man was part of a demolition crew. There had been a partial collapse. We found one victim at the bottom of the collapse. He was pronounced by Boston EMS paramedics. First, it was a shortage of drivers. Now, high gas prices imperiling school bus routes all over the country. Here's CBS's Scott McFarland. The National School Transportation Association represents operators of about half of America's school buses and says this is a growing concern. Georgia education officials are asking the feds for permission to use COVID stimulus money to offset the cost. But in Michigan, Association of Pupil Transportation Director Katrina Morris tells CBS News districts are using fewer buses to run longer routes. Unfortunately, it impacts some of our kids, you know, because they may have to be on the bus a little bit longer. But we want to make sure that our buses are full. Many schools, including Baltimore County, Maryland, signed long-term deals for fuel to lock in a price. But in states like New Jersey, those deals can only run one year. A major pandemic lockdown has taken hold in Shanghai, the biggest in China since the Wuhan shutdown in early 2020 that lasted more than a month. Residents have to stay home, go to certain spots for deliveries, and most businesses and public transportation have been shut down. Well, in college basketball for Cinderella, the clock struck midnight. Matic, catch, fire, bottom. 
It's a three. North Carolina pushed past 15 seed St. Peter's in the Elite Eight of the NCAA tournament. Step in, steal. Good Davis, luck. give it up. Love upstairs. And he rocks the rim. The Tar Heels overwhelm the Peacocks 68-49 on CBS to advance to the Final Four to face longtime rival Duke. Also heading to New Orleans, Kansas. Moore lost it. Another turnover by Miami. Here comes Abaji, hot and high. The only number one seed to make it to the Final Four, the Jayhawks beat Miami 76-50. Top seeds South Carolina and Stanford advance to the women's Final Four. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Can the Grammys top the Oscars when it comes to the unexpected? We'll find out next weekend. Here are the nominees for Best New Artist. Saweetie just spent the past year collaborating with Doja Cat and even found time to launch her own jewelry line. Rodrigo's driver's license was number one on the charts in 10 countries and she's returning to High School Musical for season three. Glass Animals were signed by Adele's producer after he saw them perform in London. And Jimmy Allen has been collaborating with Brad Paisley, Noah Cyrus and appearing on Dancing with the Stars. The remaining Best New Artist contenders are Phineas, Baby Keem, Japanese Breakfast, Arlo Parks, The Kid Leroy, and Rouge Aftab. Jen Clark, CBS News. Two films dominated the Razzies, celebrating Hollywood's worst. Diana, the musical, and the semi-animated Space Jam, A New Legacy. LeBron James won Worst Actor. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> <laughs> respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast, was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. 
Survivor's back, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladaris. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.